Good morning. We are going to sing verses 1, 2, and 3 of hymn 421. We are called by one vocation. Please be seated. <clears throat> Grace and peace in Christ have set you free so that you may serve your Lord. Amen. Our lesson is from Galatians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. These are God's words. Dear people of God, today I want to talk about opportunities. Opportunities that are always waiting for you. Are you willing to take an opportunity if you know it's going to be for good? I don't know how many people would refuse an opportunity to say, somebody came to you and said, I want you to go anywhere you want in the world and I'll pay for it. Would you say, no, I don't, I don't want to take that opportunity. Or you have a chance to win a million dollars. What an opportunity that would be. You already have taken the opportunity to be here at Bethany. And I'm sure you're all praying that uh, once you finish your education here, you will be able to use that in an opportunity to get a job someplace. Years ago, I had the opportunity to attend Bethany, and uh, my, two of my children did as well. And we too could say that we benefited from it. In our lesson today, the Apostle Paul is talking about opportunities, but he's expanding it much more than some little side benefit that we will get out of it. He had dedicated his life 
to telling people about Jesus. And every occasion that he seemed to find himself in, he considered an opportunity to help others learn about Jesus. So one time, uh, he considered, I mean, he might meet a stranger somewhere where most people would avoid that person, but not Paul. He was right there to talk to them. Uh, on one occasion, he was on a mission trip and in the city of Philippi. And while there, there was a demon-possessed slave girl that kept following after him and, and talking to him, yelling out and really disturbing his preaching. And in compassion, he turned to her and in the name of Christ, he cast that demon out. And what a blessing for her, but his, the slave owners, of course, had been making money off her special powers and now they had no more of that. And they became angry, started a riot, had Paul beaten and thrown in prison. Now most people would say, what injustice! It's time to sue somebody. But Paul said, this is an opportunity. First to witness to the power and love of God to the prisoners that were with him, and then to the jailer and his family. And later, many others, at least several others in Philippi, became Christians. And that group of Christians became the strongest supporters of Paul in his future missionary trips. What an amazing thing one little opportunity can make and benefit so many. You know, it seems strange that Paul, though, should conclude his letter to the Galatians by talking about good works. Because uh, Paul, throughout the rest of the letter, is saying, good works cannot save you. Don't even think that your good works in any way are going to influence God to get you into heaven. It's just the opposite of that. If you want to live by doing some good works, then you are separated from the works of Christ. And it's the works of Christ that are perfect. Jesus took every opportunity that he had to praise his Father, to do good to others, whether it was physically or spiritually. He stopped to speak as well to a stranger at a well. And you know what resulted from his meeting with that woman. He, uh, many in the town believed that Jesus was the Savior. He took time to feed people, to help those who were in need, to do miracles, not just to alleviate hunger or pain, but to bring the good news through the power and love of God that he was the Son of God who had come to save them from a terrible judgment. By God's grace, we have all believed what God has revealed about Jesus. We trust in him to save us, not only from our daily problems, but from eternal shame and darkness. Again, Jesus used another opportunity, not just to live, but to give his life by taking our sins on himself and dying in our place for what we deserved. He took our sins away by his sacrifice and he offered in place of it his perfection so that we could be in heaven forever. 
Now we have the opportunity to express our faith in him. We're doing it today as we worship together by our life of prayer, by doing works of kindness for others. You know, sometimes it's easy to do kind things to somebody else because you just do it once or maybe twice. That's kind of what the Apostle Paul did. He didn't stay long in any city at Philippi either. He'd do his good works there and then he could go on to somewhere else. But there's other times when God gives us opportunities to do a lot for somebody, to do more, and it takes sacrifice on our part. And when that's the case, what Paul writes here is especially encouraging to us, do not become weary in doing good for all, but especially those who are of the household of faith. Have you ever seen one of those competitions where they choose a group of people, maybe 15 or so, to try to win a car? And they do so by each of them putting their hand on the car. And they have to keep it there for a long time. They get a break every once in a while, but during the time the hand has to be there, if they let go, they lost. They're out. And it sometimes takes hours and it sometimes takes days, but those who don't get weary Eventually, one wins the car. What an opportunity, right? Well, what is the benefit for us? If we are faithful to God and doing the good works that he has called us to do, especially for those who are Christians. Well, first of all, we're praising Jesus who saved us. We are giving honor to him. And that is an opportunity in itself. I think of the early uh, Christians uh, when there was an outbreak, a plague, and uh, the Romans had many who became sick. They were, they were the enemies of the Christians. But the Romans said, well, we're leaving our sick. We're getting out of town. But the Christians stayed. They not only took care of their own, they took care of the Romans who had been their enemies. And the other Romans had to conclude that these people have a wonderful God who could move them to do this. Secondly, your doing good truly helps people. You have opportunities. Look around you here at this school. You can help each other in your studies. You can help each other when you find someone's going through a problem or has some hurt. You can encourage them. You can help others by praying for them. Praying to the Almighty God in the name of Christ, just as Paul did. And you don't know what the answer will be, but God will take care of that. What a blessing. What an opportunity. Especially those who perhaps have end up with COVID-19. I think it's one of those things that probably almost everybody's going to get at some point. <laughs> and it, for your age, not going to be a big hassle. But yet, uh, quarantine, two weeks away from all the activities and classes, that's going to be well, that's going to be an opportunity for you to show the love of Christ for that person or for that person for you. Now, God also is going to praise you for the good works that he works through you. Now, that seems like an awful strange thing, doesn't it? 
I'm sure that many of us have been to awards where, you know, sports awards or academic or music or all those kind of things. And, you know, you get those awards and it's like, great, boy, and everybody's cheering and applauding. It's like next week you've already kind of forgotten about it. And those awards go into some drawer somewhere and you, you look at them like I do, you know, like 40 years later. Oh, yeah, do I even need to keep this anymore? But that's not the way it's going to be with Jesus' praise for you. On the last day, when by his grace, he takes you into heaven, he is going to call out each of your names before everyone. And he's going to say, what you did for me, when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. You gave me clothes. You visited me when I was in prison or when I needed help. Well done, good and faithful servant. Now our reaction is going to be, wait a minute, Lord. It's your grace that got us into heaven. It wasn't our works. It's Jesus who gave his life to, and his perfect life for me that I could even be here. Why are you even bringing this up? But his word will stand. Nobody's putting that in the drawer or in the closet or forgetting it. His word of praise for you will stand forever. From all of heaven. Is it worth the opportunity? Oh, yes. So look around you today, every day. The opportunities will always be there for you. Don't become weary in doing good for others. In the power of Jesus' forgiveness and love, thank him for his gift of heaven. And may it motivate you in your love for all. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we do not deserve the opportunity to be in heaven with you. But you have called us by the gospel, enlightened us with your gifts, and you will keep us in the true faith. Please give us the opportunities to express your love and care for others as Christ has shown to us. Amen. We continue with the last two verses of the hymn.
And now the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.